This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. What is happening, you guys? Welcome back to the Let's Go Win Podcast. You're here for a Tuesday tune-up where we are always here to help you be healthy, wealthy, happy. I did those out of order. That's weird. Normally, it's always happy, healthy, wealthy, but you know what? Either way, those are the three things we're really looking to accomplish. And today, we'll be talking about that really focused on mindfulness and how to really have the mindset and methods and tools so that you can show up as the best version of you in whatever endeavor that you're chasing. And this gentleman I'm having on today, he's got a very eclectic background, I'll say. He's got a bunch of stuff going on. I mean that in a great way. And he has figured this out. Avi Wolfson leverages a career as a licensed realtor, professional salesperson, three-time axe-throwing champion, and best-selling author. He's an expert in resilience and self-discovery and inspires others with his story of overcoming childhood trauma and mental health challenges. In addition, Avi is a proponent of failure as part of the success process, giving back positivity into the universe by paying it forward. And I love that, man. Avi, what's happening, brother? How are you? Hey, Jim. Super excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Ah, dude, it's absolutely my pleasure to have you. I, you know, the latter part of that, your proponent of failure is part of the success process. I don't know if true words have been spoken on this show because I am also a huge fan of that. I don't think I've ever done anything without failing. And yet some people are like, I don't want to fail. I love failing, brother. It's one of my favorite things to do. So tell me about that, man. What, how does that failure is part of your success process. What does that look like for you? Yeah, well, I think it's interesting, Jim, because like society has this concept of like failing as a bad thing. Oh, you failed your test. You failed, you know, whatever you were trying to do. So we're looking at it as a threat rather than an opportunity, which is how we should always view uh, these situations with failure. They're learning opportunities. And we take those lessons that we learn and we come back harder and stronger, right? So failure is part of the process of learning and achieving success and more importantly, through trial and error. Um, so when you when we look at it, like even the best of the best, there is nobody that, that succeeds without failing. Even Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, they got knocked out. It, it, even the best of the best. So it, it's, it's part of it, but the more important thing is taking what we, what we learn from those failures and how we use them to progress and achieve our goals and aspirations. Yeah. And I have to imagine again, with your background, when I'm looking at your bio and I'm like, all right, ax throwing champion kind of mixed in with being a, a successful realtor and salesperson. It's like, I'm guessing you didn't, you know, you didn't come out of the womb throwing axes. So it took a little bit of a growth mindset to say, Hey, I'm not only am I going to give this a shot, but, apparently I ended up being decent at it, but that's not how it started. You said you weren't even that good when you started. No, I was, I was terrible. (laughs) That's to put it lightly. So like the first time I did it, I did it with a group and I think I came in last place and I was like, yeah, this, this doesn't, this feels weird. I'm throwing a tool at a, at a wooden board. This is bizarre, but Hey, whatever. It's something different. I'll try it. I signed up for a league and, and I won out of like, 25 or so uh, people in my league, which was really cool. It was my first time in life that I ever came in first place. And that changed me as a person for that reason. Uh, It was a really powerful uh, and empowering experience for me. Um, And it changed my view set on 
things in terms of like my goals and what I wanted to reach in life and my why and kind of what I set out to do in this world. Um, and it all happened from finding something and then something I like to talk about as a speaker, which is balancing realism with optimism, right? So I won that. And at one point it did cross my mind, Hey, I could go professional. I would love to be on ESPN someday. And like, that would be so cool if I could reach that level. And I really I thought about it a lot. I thought about how I felt like under pressure and, and the amount of pressure I put on myself to get to that elite level where you're, where you're, you know, competing against people on a national level. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm good at this sport and I enjoy it, but like getting to that level, I don't know is actually realistic. And I'm not saying that because I doubt myself or that I couldn't do it. It just came strictly from a point of me balancing my realism thoughts. I'm like, well, you know, I might get there, but I might not. I'd, I'd really rather focus on other things. This isn't like the most important thing to me, but I still want to do it and I still do do it. And it's fun and I love the sport and it's great. Um, it's a great social activity. I always have a good time uh, spending time with people I, I enjoy being around. So um, it's it's phenomenal in that sense. But um, yeah, I think that kind of gives it a, a background on that. I, did, I, w- I didn't start out good at all, but over time I have you know gotten better. Um, and that feels good, right? Those are victories too. So the idea of a victory and, and, and being a champion is, is different for each person, right? It's a feeling. It's, it's not like it's not represented necessarily as gaining a trophy. Right. And what's interesting to me and things that I think a lot about are like, okay, how do we manufacture that feeling that I felt, uh, that pivotal moment in my life when when I felt like a champion inside that I didn't know existed. How do we how do we replicate that? How do we manufacture that um, without necessarily having to win a trophy? Because realistically, um, many people in life are just not going to win a trophy. So, but and I don't think that being a champion means that you have to earn a trophy. I think it's a feeling, and I think that there's other ways to do it. Um, maybe not even necessarily in sports. It could be other things. Yeah, one of the things I wanted to ask you is, as I'm reading through the bio and I see you overcoming mental health challenges, obviously, I'm a huge, huge proponent, fan, advocate of mental health awareness, really not being ashamed that, you know, there's mental health challenges. And I think the pandemic has clearly brought that to the forefront. In the same token and breath, you're talking about optimism, positivity, and mindfulness. How did this all come about, brother, where I'm not only facing some mental health challenges, but now I'm talking about optimism. I'm talking about paying it forward to positivity. And I'm talking about being mindful. That's a big jump, if you will. And I'm really curious to see what that roadmap looked like for you to get there, because I love it. I'm very glad that this is the world you uh, encompass now and that these things are, are a part of your DNA but when you're going through those mental health challenges, I can't imagine positivity and optimism and mindfulness were at the forefront of what you're thinking about. Yeah, it's and that's it's, that's exactly right. It, it, it's it's by no means uh, a cakewalk. It's not all peaches and cream. It's uh, it's it's actually quite challenging, and most people don't know that, and most people don't have to know that, right? Um, cause those are like private things oftentimes. And for the sake of what I'm trying to do as a speaker, I talk openly about them because I want to remove the stigma. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that surrounds that, right? Um, that we can't talk about these things and you just have to be a man, man it up, suck it up, toughen out. Um, and realistically, you know, we're human and, you know, if, if, you know, we make mistakes and we need, we struggle through things and nobody did it, did everything all on their own. We all need support. We all need help, um, regardless of who you are as a person. So I think that having, uh, support is extremely important, getting the help you need, reaching out to people, um, just to talk to somebody, anybody, um, is, is really crucial. Right. Um, so that there's the mental health aspect, uh, for me. That was the turning point for me was actually when I got older and was diagnosed and I had a doctor tell me, oh, you have a bipolar disorder and you also have a major depressive disorder. And then it like, I was like, oh, it made sense. Like I, I felt like something was wrong and off. And I noticed this also within my own family, but it wasn't something that was allowed to be talked about. So I just kind of had to deal with it on my own internally, um, which wasn't great. But I got older, I figured that out and it's like, okay, now I know what I'm up against. How do I overcome this, right? Because it's easy to look at these these things and say, "Oh well, man, I've got this. I've got this thing that's holding me back." And I think it's more about it's it's not about an excuse so much as it is it it is about a responsibility to work through this, right? Whatever that may be, whatever you know, medical condition, mental health thing that anybody's working through it's about recognizing what those pain points are and working through them and only sharing your your pains and stories with those who you trust those will have your back uh listen without judgment and guide you towards the right path right because realistically in this world unfortunately there is stigmatism and you need to be careful who you talk uh, or you know uh confide things in right uh because there are people who are going to be supportive and there are people who are not going to be supportive right um and it's just, it's a mixed bag and, and it's important to surround yourself with people who will help you. And I'm fortunate that I have very good friends and family that, uh, some family that, uh, that, that care about me and I'm very grateful to them. Uh, they've really helped me get through a lot of the mental health stuff. Um, that's like still an ongoing battle. That's something that I've tried very hard to reject. And every time I do, it's always like hurt me more. Like, I'm like, I don't want to have this. I don't want to take medication. Like, I don't want this handicap. I don't want to use this as an excuse. And I've tried that. And over time, I've realized more and more every time I try to do that, like, maybe I'll be fine for some time, but it always comes back to bite me and hurt me. And so I, I, I have to accept that. And I don't like to, because it's not, there's nothing glorifying about, uh, you know, medical conditions, mental health, right? It's not, it's not something that that's great. It's something that, you know, I don't want to accept, but I kind of have to. And when I do do that, it actually makes me a much stronger and more resilient person. And then from there, right. Then there's the other aspect of it too, which is like, okay, how do I further develop myself as a person? And there's, uh, there's a bunch of different influences, right? So when I when it comes to like productivity, I'm a big fan of uh, Peak Mind, which was written by uh, neuroscientist and author Amishi Jha. She talks about how we lose 50% of our productivity from not being able to stay focused. Um, and she uh, she talks about practicing mindfulness uh, by meditating for just 12 minutes a day, five days a week, for a total of just one hour a week. And that leads to not only overall improved uh, brain health and well-being, but also attention. So uh, mindfulness, like you had suggested before, is extremely important. Um, and then, like, I'm really into technology and stuff. 
uh, very excited about the project Sense.ai. It's a neuro, first neurofeedback device um, that allows you to really uh, work on your brain. It, it measures like brain waves and has like games to build resilience, clarity. Re really amazing product. I'm super excited for that. That's on Indiegogo. Another one I used is called Mendy.io. Um, that helps. That's like really helpful for people that don't want like. A, I'm always looking for like alternative ways other than medication. Um, so like Mendy.io is a great one too. It's like a headband and, and they have a game on there and you just focus and it helps you stay focused and it really trains your brain, right? So then there's those other things too, right? Um, that it's the knowledge and uh, empowering ourselves to not just work through the mental piece, mental health piece, but also uh, the other piece, which is, you know, developing our own uh, selves and pushing us closer towards our goals and aspirations. Yeah, I, I, I've got to go back just because so much of what you said, I, if I could eradicate this idea that to have shame because I have a hormonal imbalance or somehow I have this disorder, and I'm using air quotes, it, look, I, don't, I wouldn't have asked for somebody to apologize because they're short. I wouldn't have asked for somebody to apologize because they're tall. So why the hell would I apologize for having something that I didn't choose? It's part of my makeup. And if there's obviously someday that we can get to a point where there's no shame in this. This is, this is how I was built. And I have some challenges, which we all do, by the way. And, and some have labels and, and some we're trying to figure out. But I'll tell you what, brother, if we could get to a point where people can really say, look, I do better when I have this medication because it balances me out. Now, I know part of why so often people stop their medications because they don't like the feeling. Or as you mentioned, I don't want to have a crutch. I don't want to, I don't want to lean on this as an excuse. But the truth is, my company exists to inspire people to live their best lives. I don't give a shit. If this medication helps you, please use it. There's no shame. And if we can get to a point as a society where we can talk openly and say, I'm not judging them for having this. They didn't choose that. That was something that, that they were given. And so often that beauty. Now, I love what you said. In addition, you're saying, look, I'm trying to avoid some medication by doing the mindfulness, by doing meditation. That I think is fantastic. And for anybody listening, there's a great book by Daniel Amen called The End of Mental Illness. It's brilliant, and it talks about really not using medication as the first go-to. Maybe it's a supplement. Maybe it's a little brain health challenge. But I just had to say that, brother, because I think it's so important what you're talking about, and I don't want shame. I want everybody that has these challenges to be able to say, I'm not 100%, but I'm working on it. I think that's so key. So, brother, uh, I noticed the best-selling author thing uh, that's awesome. Congratulations. And I know you also mentioned publishing. So talk to me about that. What, what's the book all about or the books? I'm sorry. I don't know all of them. Maybe uh, talk to me what, what, what you're writing about in the publishing. Yeah, that's been quite a journey. Um, you know, it was, it was 20 March, 2020. And one of my mentors are like, Hey, you should check out um, KDP Kindle direct publishing. That looks like an interesting business platform might be something you're interested in so i didn't think too much of it but i looked it up and i'm like huh this is this is really interesting to me um this this whole model and how it works so i i took a publishing class 
um, that was run by Emeka Osai, really great guy. Um, I learned a ton from him. He's just one of those people that just wants to really just help. And he helped me tremendously um, to create my own business. Um, so shout out to him. And uh, I took that course and then I started my uh, publishing journey in March of 2020. And from that point till now, I published 34 books. They're all on parenting. I run under a pen name uh, because I want to keep uh, business and personal life separated. And also, um, you know, I have a fine name, but like Frank Dixon, you can't, you can't mess that up. So <laughs> um, it's just for marketing purposes and to keep uh, family and personal stuff, uh, business and personal stuff separated. Um, and so I published 34 books for all parenting. And why I did that is because my experience growing up in my childhood um, was one that left me with a lot of scars. And I wanted to give a useful resource and knowledge for parents to have a positive path forward because um, I felt like I just, there's, it's a whole thing, my childhood, right? Like obviously there's trauma involved and, and all these things that I've had to work through. Um, but I wanted to own that. I wanted to own my childhood and getting these books written was how I did that. Um, and not only that, but I made it a business and it, it generates, it generates a passive income stream for me. So that was a, a huge win and it, it's personal. It's like meaningful to me. So like it's work, but it's work I enjoy and I feel good about. And so like with those three elements, uh, it's a really powerful thing. It's, it, and, um, something I feel really good about that I'm proud and I can actually like go into Amazon and see what I built. And that is a really, really good feeling. And I'd encourage anybody, whatever it is that you've struggled with in life, or if there's something that you're trying to overcome, or you want to write about it, that can be very therapeutic. It was for me. Um, and I'd encourage you to like take a publishing course. It, you know, I, I learned a ton um, I have a lot of experience. I know it very well. Um, yeah, there's always there it's, it's changing, but it's, it's such a great business model. It really is. Um, and it's my most successful project and uh, it's something that I feel really good about. And I just want to encourage anybody who uh, wants to write, uh, about whatever it is, is you can pretty much pick any topic you want. There's endless niches. So, uh, yeah. Wow, 34 books. Guys, I just finished my third book and that took forever. I don't know how you did that, Avi. That's incredible. Congratulations. Brother, we are running out of time. I can't believe how fast this is going. Oh, yeah. I want to open forum. Anything I didn't know enough to ask you that's on your heart that you want to make sure to share with this audience before we start to wrap up? Yeah, I would just say that. Um so one of the other things is that there's um there's a we're talking about like uh leadership mindset so uh i'm just going to throw in a couple more books so brian tracy uh wrote uh get smart and it suggests that successful people don't actually have super secret powers over everybody else anybody can become successful if they start thinking like a successful person and that's because the law of correspondence states that um what how uh the way we position ourselves internally will be reflected externally so if you perceive yourself to be worthy hardworking, and an asset to the world you'll find yourself succeeding uh and 
the message there is uh, don't dress for the job you have, but for the job you want. Um, and then the other book, Emotional Agility, uh, makes the case that in order to thrive, we need to be challenged and develop emotional agility. Once you become too proficient at something, it's easy to turn on autopilot. It's important to spice things up a bit, search for something more daring. Um, a good way to challenge yourself is to learn a new language or how to play a musical instrument. Um, and uh, yeah, that, so those, those are two other uh, concepts that have been very helpful to me in, in learning and growing as a person. Well, brother, you keep doing it. You, you have a clearly a growth mindset to, to say, I'm going to take on a challenge, learn publishing, and boom, I'm doing 34 books. I'm going to be a, not good at throwing axes. Next thing you know, I'm an axe throwing champion. <laughs> you have what's called a growth mindset, brother, and it's it's so such an attractive quality, man. I just I really appreciate you sharing that with the world. If people want to connect with you, Avi, whether it's to see, I think you said Frank Dixon was the pen name, or yeah. they want to see what you were up to. Is there a great place for them to connect with you online? Yeah, the best place I do. I just really use LinkedIn the most. Like that's the best place. If you have something, you have an idea for a win-win, or you just want advice, or just somebody to talk to. Just reach out to me. Um, it's Avi Wolfson, and uh, I should pop up on LinkedIn. Uh, I can also, I don't know if I can send you the link, JM, to throw in the show notes or something, but um, that's the best way to really get in touch with me. I do a lot of communication through LinkedIn and all my different business things through there. So that's really the, the best place. Perfect. Well, brother, thank you for coming on today and sharing your story and, and all these cool things that you're doing. I love it, man. He's, he's applying so many things that I, you guys hear me talk about with with uh, meditation and with being positive and, and just mindfulness. That's just such a beautiful, you know, just a beautiful message today. So, Avi, I appreciate you coming on and sharing. Thank you so much for having me, Jim. It's been great. Really appreciate your time. Guys, please share this with someone, somebody that you know, maybe they've been challenged with a mental health challenge. Maybe they, they want to learn something and they're resistant to. Maybe they, they, I don't, they just, they're struggling. Obviously, made it pretty clear. He's like, look, man, I just put myself out there and I'm not right at it in the beginning, but I, I figured it out. And I think it's just such a great message. And he's such a humble guy. 34 books. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that concept. So please share this out. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And until next time, remember your mindset matters. I appreciate y'all. We'll talk to you very soon. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson.